Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Travel Bet Podcast for Saturday, 8th of August, 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello. And Gordo. Hello. Andy with an FA Cup winning Arsenal mug. Yes! That's only for people who are paying Patreon money that can now see that video. Um, I know. So this is kind of season three, so we always do our new seasons in line with SPL, but because of the clusterfuck that was finishing football seasons all throughout the summer, we have had no break, um, no season two review to let you know how good uh, my bankers were and how bad Gordo's charity picks were. But this <laughs> is the start of a new year. Clean slate, Gordo. Clean slate. I can't wait. I can't we wait. Did, I'm going to be so charitable. We did technically do an opening episode, but it was only on a Word document that's shared within the Trample Bet podcast group on Facebook. So if you don't follow that, I suggest you go do it. We won't review those picks. We will just batter on, I guess, with the new season. Andy, you pointed out that when we did the first episode of last season, I tipped the FA Cup winner, and I totally forgot about that. You did. You tipped Arsenal to win the FA Cup way back, um, sort of July last year. So, congratulations. How how else did we get on with that? Did who got promoted at a League One? Andy, I think you took Peterborough. So it was it was just a lot of bets got voided. So I'll have to go back um, and exactly. What the what what the picks were? Um, Arsenal did not finish in the top four. I no, they did, they did not. They did not. I think, to be honest, if we're going to do our season review, it'll be much later because the Scottish league and the French league are the, are probably the only two leagues that are kicking off before autumn. That's the best leagues. That's the yeah. only leagues that anyone should be reporting. Because <laughs> what what we were saying, Andy, um, was that see if you looked at Saturday night's fixtures coming up. There's two Champions League games for the quarter-final stages being played. Simultaneously, there are two preliminary round qualifiers for the new Champions League starting on the same night. Yeah, so yeah, I see that. Yep, there's overlap. So Brilliant. It's absolute madness. So we've only started on the basis that we keep ourselves aligned with the SPL because that is our home league, even though we almost never feature it at any point. The only Scottishness of this podcast is people who aren't playing in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they return home, we lose interest in them. It's like, nah, yeah. we don't need But we've, we've had to pretty much batter on, right, with, with Scottish picks because it is one of the, the few leagues. Yeah. So just a couple yeah. of updates, though, guys. On the Patreon, we'll do, a, we'll do a, a quick episode and a quick ad on this. The Patreon once Patreon actually allow us to change from dollars to pounds, we will be removing removing the tier structure and just asking for a one level support model. So that level support model will be five pound a month that we're asking for from all listeners. So once that turns over, hoping I think it's by September. So firstly, huge thanks to everyone that supported us on all the tiers. 
to date because you've allowed us to do so much more, including having a studio, doing extra episodes, having the storage space with Lipsync to do that as well. And also thanks to Gary for constantly having to put new shit out all the time on top of what he already does. So the guys that are on $15, which I think is like 12 quid, you'll be getting dropped to five quid regardless. So thanks so much for that. But I think really what we need as a support model to continue to grow is everyone that can, please, please, please join the £5 tier. In that, it will be the same as before for the top tier. We'll do extra episodes. We'll do episodes for golf, UFC, wrestling, if people fancy it, um, darts, whatever, horse racing, whatever people fancy, we'll do for you, all for just £5. We know that people are still maybe unemployed. I'm unemployed myself. £5 might be a lot of money to some people, but it's one twenty-five a week. Um, we're trying to give you like maybe three, four hours of content for that one twenty-five a week for you guys to listen to, for you guys to interact with on the Facebook group. So we would really appreciate once we switch to that model, we'll put it in the Facebook group, on the Twitter, on Instagram, that if you can afford it, can you please sign up to support the podcast so we can continue to do extra episodes because without it, we just won't be able to. It's as simple as that. Lip sync cost, the studio cost, everything that goes with it, we need the support, okay? Thank you. That's a thumbs up just, just for people who are on Patreon already. You yeah, can see that. See, see if we could get, like, if, if we knew all our Patreons knew sign, we would learn sign and just do the episode for them. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> So we'll batter on just with this week's picks. Um, I'll start with my banker. So this is season three, episode one. This is where we're starting. Now, I am taking Rangers on Sunday at home to St. Mern to score in the second half. So a goal for Rangers in the second half is one to four. Specifically for Rangers, I had previously thought about just doing over 0.5 goals in the second half, but just Rangers is one to four second half. However, I was just saying to Gordo, Andy, see if somehow Rangers go through tonight in the Europa League. I'm pretty sure the fixture against St. Mun has to be cancelled. But when's the, when's the next fixture lined up for? I think it's Tuesday. I think the Europa League needs because that's what they've got. It's just like instantly playing again. Because Man, you're playing, Man, you're playing playing Copenhagen on Monday. Yeah. So I kind of I think it's because Rangers got so pumped in the first leg that nobody's even thought about it. But Could happen. That's what I said. They're missing seven of the players that beat us at Ibrox through injury yeah. suspensions, and we don't know if Havertz will play because if he gets booked, he misses the game against Inter Milan if they go through. So it's like a they're trying to juggle scenarios where they go: do we play him and put Rangers definitely out, or do we risk having to bring him on later? But anyway, Rangers home at St. Mun to score in the second half, one to four. That's my banker. I'm back in Japan. Um, regular listeners. This is this is just becoming a regular slot on this on this show. <laughs> Kawasaki, Kawasaki Frontel, side with them again this week. They've won every single match since play resumed in Japan. Um, they're five points clear at the top of the table now with 22 points from eight games. They've scored a massive 21 goals across those eight games. They've only conceded six. So they're playing Oita this weekend. They've only got seven points for the season. They've lost four of their last five matches. This will be a comfortable home win for Kawasaki, and you can get it one to three just now, which is very good banker odds. It was actually Kawasaki that you picked on the charity bet as well, Andy. Even money. 
Yep, and they won last week at even money, which was a difficult spot against the away from home against the second uh, place team in the league, and they won that game one 0 So against Oita, they'll have no, they'll have no bother. I, I'll be looking at handicaps on this game and various other things as well, just because Kawasaki have been so consistent at winning. I was going to say not even always from like like comfortably either. Like they've came back and won, they've won comfortably, they've won one 0 Like this, they just know how to win now. It's not even. They're really good. I think I tipped them to win this league about three weeks ago when they were five to four. They won't be five to four anymore. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm well on that banker. Well, that's good. I, I am. I'm trying to find my Japan. That, that, that's that's kind of the theme of this week. I'd like to find a league like France that's on. <laughs> you know, a league that I know well enough or can learn well enough and has enough time to go. I think, like, because I don't want to go into Japan because I looked at the Japanese second division and I don't know enough of the teams and I don't know things. So, where I, where I am this week for my banker pick is in the Swedish second division, the Super Etan, uh, and I am taking top of the league Degger Fors to beat. Second bottom AFC Elsik Stuna. So Degerfors have played 10 games so far. They've got 23 points. Uh, Elsik Stuna have played their 10 games and got 8 points. They're a much better team. Uh, overall at home, they've had 12 points from their last 5 games. Away from home, Elsik Stuna have taken 1 point and they've only played 4 away games thus far. I can't see anything other than a, a, a comfortable home win for them here. They've beat the only loss they've had so far has been against Norby, who they've got a history of losing to. And that was uh, Degerfors. Elsik Stuna have been absolutely immense. They've lost 5 0, they've lost 3 0, they lost 2 1 in the last two games, and they had a 0 0 draw. So I, I, I'm going to take uh, Degerfors, and you're getting them at the odds of 2 to 7. 2 to 7, decent odds, God. I mean, you did tip, dip your toe in the water of Norwegian football. Was that a, was that a failed experiment last week? Well, it, it was because uh, both Moldy uh, got a man sent off and then ODD also got a man sent off. But don't worry, I'm also in South Korea uh, and Finland for another <laughs> the other two games this week. So we've got some more leagues to come, but that's mine. Degger Force versus Celtic Stuna, home win 2-7. The Belgian Jupiler League, like the, the top division, starts this week as well. It has. So- I've st- I had a look at some of those picks as well. I was looking at... Um, Genk are playing against Westerlo and whilst Westerlo were, had beaten Ghent in the, the pre-season friendlies and they, that was a possible outsider but I'm going to give it a couple of weeks until some things happen first in that league and I've got a, a league table to go off of. Okay, on to the value picks. I'm in the Australian A-League. Um, my value pick, it's Perth Glory versus Melbourne Victory. I'm going for over 1.5 goals in the second half at 5-6, to six, so just short of evens. Um, in the last three games, so the three games since returning, both teams have averaged three goals in the second half. So they've had nine goals in their games in the second half, both teams in the last three. So that to me is convinced enough. I watched the Brisbane game. So the, the, the Scottish Celtic strikers derby there, Gary Hooper versus Scott McDonald, one each second half. There's been loads of second half goals in the Australian league. It's been so I saw you. I saw you tip up a goal in real time on the Facebook group and that, and I got on it at evens. So that was very nice. Thank you for that. See, I, didn't, get, I didn't quite get that reward, Andy. What's that? I didn't get that reward. I went too early. I was in it like one to three. Ah, uh, but yeah, you got the win though. I did eventually. Hi, Gary Hooper, uh, tucking it away with an injury. It's quite interesting. Um, so yeah, I really fancy this game to have a lot of goals. Even even if it is like um, 
Perth Glory's game against, oh, sorry, Melbourne Victory's game against Adelaide was like 3-1 at half time as well and still went on to be 5-2 in the second half. So still loads of goals in the games. This isn't even a game where I'd be concerned wanting it to be tight at half time. I honestly yep. don't even think it matters. It could be 3-0 and I still think there'll be loads of goals in the second half. Um, I'm still in Japan, this time Sunday, uh, the Sunday game at 10 o'clock in the morning UK time. Hiroshima against Shonen. So Hiroshima haven't quite hit the heights of previous season's form yet in 2020. <laughs> they've, been, they've been solid mid-table, 10 points through seven games. They've scored 10, conceded five, so uh, plus five. So they're scoring twice as many as they're conceding. They're, they're, they're solid. Um, Shonen, however, have really struggled. So they finished 16th of 18 last year and only stayed in the league because they won the relegation playoff. I think they're going to struggle again this season. They're on four points through eight games. Uh, so they've played a game more than Hiroshima. Uh, they've scored eight goals, conceded 14. They're going to struggle again this year. Hiroshima should have more than enough. You're getting Hiroshima around even money. They're 4-5 at five on Bet365 right now. I think that represents plenty of value. Shonen have only won this fixture once in the previous 15 meetings. Yeah, It, it, it was the last one, though, but still... Everything points towards a nice Hiroshima win here. Around even money, yeah, there's value there. Gordo. Okay, well, I am going to take you across the Sea of Japan and we enter South Korea. Um, so, South Korea, I am at Saturday morning at 12 o'clock, well, Saturday midday, 12 o'clock, Jongbuk, ha- uh, Jongbuk Motors versus Daegu. Daegu are playing at home, Jongbuk are away. Jongbuk are the, um, the league champions, the reigning champions as well. They've also won this fixture. 13 times out of the last 15 times it's been played away from home which is mental like <laughs> see when you look at the, the actual thing like there's, they've had two draws in there they just have the they've got the they've got it over Deku um, so uh, that's relatively interesting things of, about John Buck as well um, they've got the division the division's best defence shipping just 0.64 goals a game on average see I did my stats on this one um, uh, on average they're just a better team overall than Daegu. They are second in the league at the moment uh, behind Ulsan Hyundai, who will feature in my charity bet later on. Um, they are just behind them on 32 points. There's then a gulf down to Daegu at 25. So Jung, uh, Jungbuk and Ulsan are the two teams in a two-horse race in this league. You're getting them even money away from home. Um, I think that's quite a good price at the moment, and they seem to have the mark of Daegu. So my value pick, uh, Jungbuk Motors away at Daegu. Even money. Even money. I'm quite happy with that. I'm quite happy with all of those value picks, to be fair. I think there's there's good picks, but I also think it's really hard to judge just now. This is like, as I think I said that to you before, this is like, seeing until all football begins and we can choose from like 20 leagues and all different yeah. This is very much like the early qualifiers of the Betfred Cup. We just need to get through <laughs> these till we see a bit of form and we can start picking people off properly. See, that's, that's what I liked about the Korean League was that it was 15 games in. Yeah. It's almost the sweet spot for picking. Like, there's enough form there that, like, real crap. Like, there's a team at the bottom, I think it's Incheon, have eight points out of those things. Like, you know they're shit, right? But I didn't <laughs> need a banker from them. Um, but, yeah, from a, yes, I, I agree with you, John. That's, find a league that is midway on. We're good. For my outsider, I am going back to Scotland and I'm sticking with someone I picked for the charity bet last week. I'm taking Hibs away at Livingston. Um, they are nine to five. Livingston are even money, so they're, they're well the outsiders. But from I like this I, a lot. From what I've seen of the highlights, so Livingston have brought in six new players who who they seem to be wanting to feature, and they're starting eleven. 
I still think Lyndon Dykes is going to go, maybe not before this fixture, but I definitely think his head's turned, so I don't think you'll be getting as much out of him as you would have last season. Um, and I think, obviously, the lure of... The, I think the Rangers move has been taken away from him, so I think that'll be a wee bit of a confidence dent as well. Hibs last week, Martin Boyle scored two really good goals, to be fair, but I just think Jack Ross, having had a pre-season with Hibs, will be a totally different um, team to what they were when he took over last year. It'll be his ideas, his mentality, and I think games like this, away at Livingston, where it'll be won by the odd goal, will be pivotal for him. And I just, I just really like Jack Ross. Everything I've heard them say when I watched the, when I watched the Sunderland documentary, like I thought he actually done a pretty shit job at Sunderland until I watched what a shit show he had to fucking deal with. And it's a miracle yeah. that we made the final. You know, like right, fair enough. But I think that that have side. I think with somebody like Jack Ross, full preseason. I think you're on the right side of this at nine to five. So almost two to one for Hibs to win away. They won last week. Livingston lost one 0 away to St Mum. Who, by the way. Outside the playing Rangers this weekend, they would have been someone I would have looked to pick if they were against anyone I considered in the bottom six. I think St. Mon at home will be a really good team that I'll stay on the right side of any time they're playing the likes of a Kilmarnock, Dundee United, sorry Andy, uh, Livingston, mm-hmm. even the likes of Aberdeen, Aberdeen last year, St. Johnston. I think St. Mon at home will grind out 1-0 victories like no man's business, man. But Livingston v. Hibs, away win, 9-5. Come on, Jack Ross. It's a, I think it's a, it's a really good pick. If you look at how many people who have gotten their predictors for the league, for Hibs to be third or fourth, it's a lot. Like, there's not much else, and like outside of Aberdeen, there's no one else really with the kind of quality throughout the squad that, that yeah. aren't going to. Because I don't think having picked us to do so last week draws. I don't think we're going to draw that many games this season, considering how poor everyone else is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Andy. Take us back to Japan, I'm sure. For the final, yeah, the final one I've got in Japan. The outsider, um, back on Saturday at 11am, Yokohama F. Marinos against Kashiwa Rezal. I'm going to take Kashiwa as an away outsider here at 3-1 to or 16-5. to So Yokohama won the league last season, but they've been hit and miss this season. Their last five games have included a couple of losses to underperforming Tokyo and the Kashima Antlers who can't buy a win for love nor money anywhere. So they've they've been beaten in games that they should have won. And Kashima have found some form after a poor start. They were they came up last year, um, put a lot of money into the team, a lot of good players, uh, and they're starting to click. So they've won their last five matches and they've scored a total of 14 goals across those games. So three to one here against a Yokohama team that are not winning every week is a big price um, and I'm happy to take it as the outsider. Yeah, me and John are not going to say anything about that because no. it's just Asia and that's yeah. yours. So I mean, they beat the Uruba Red Diamonds 4-0. They then went and beat Vigalta Sendai 5-1. These are games that they wouldn't have been favourites in. Yeah. Why are they such high odds? Uh, because you Well, because they're a newly promoted side and they're playing the previous year's champions. Of the top division. Right. Be like Dundee United. That was a great pick to me. Playing Celtic. Yeah, that was a great pick to me. So Over it. you're getting a big price. So I like the I like the three to one. Okay, uh, I will take us to Finland for the uh, for an interesting game in my eyes because it was played. Last week, it was actually played five days ago and they're playing again for some reason. It's KUPS versus HG, uh, HJK Helsinki. Um, 
having looked at both of these teams, they're both going to be challenging for the league. They played last week and drew 2-2. SJK and K, sorry, KUPS then played another midweek game in which they drew. It looks like it's heading towards another draw, in my opinion, this. And they're both evenly matched. They're just switching this side for who's playing at home and who's playing away. I think it'll probably be a 1-1 or 2-2 draw because that's what's happened recently for both these teams. And at 12-5, to I think that's a really good um, a really good price for that. It's interesting because having looked at some of these leagues, the, the Nordic League specifically, they're all at kind of the point you want to get involved. This league is eight games in. The Norwegian League is 12 games in, but they've got some of their games off. Iceland was another place I was looking as well, but they've had a mini outbreak, so they are... Um, their league is on hold again for a couple of weeks. But Finland here, I've got KUPS versus HJK. I'm going to take it as a draw and it's 12-5 to five for it. See, when they played so recently, is that in the same yeah. competition? So, yes, it is, interestingly. So, okay. it, is, it was round six and then they're playing now again in round eight again. I think it's just the way their fixtures have fallen. It's, it's, yeah. It seems a bit bizarre. Um but yeah, they, they both seem to be able to score, but they've got each other's mark. Like um, KUPS's last three games have been draw, draw, win, win, draw. Uh, HJK's last five games have been draw, win, win, loss, win. So there's draws in there. Um, the the wins that HJK have got have been against much lesser opposition. So if you look at them, it's kind of like the guys who are lower down in the table. Um as opposed to KUPS, who have been who've been kind of drawing with a lot. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm going to take this as a draw. It's twelve to five. Um, I'm looking at venturing into some new leagues. So, hopefully, Finland is the place that we can refer to as Winland from now on. Interestingly um, enough, in 2016, 15th of June 2016, guess who scored a hat trick in this fixture? Ola Toivonen. I don't know. <laughs> is Alfred, it Morelos? Alfredo Morelos. It was a Morelos. Oh, yeah, I forgot that he played in Finland. Actually, top score. I scored a hat trick in that game. I remember that being one of the. That was like one of the YouTube clips. Like when oh, everyone was sending round. This is who we're buying. Like, oh right, okay. But I, I quite like that. God, there looks to be a lot of draws in previous yeah. weeks between the two. I'm a. I'm a fan uh, of the that. Last, draw. Uh, the last three out of five times they've played have been draws. So, yeah, twelve to five. Before I take you back to South Korea for my charity, which is good. <laughs> On to the charity picks. So same rules apply as last year. £10 of our own money, one pick each, treble. Tenor goes on, all money goes to Beats and Cancer Trust. So it'll be Paul Sheeran's fundraising, whatever he's doing this year. I don't think he's announced it yet. And if it doesn't win, if we have no winnings by the end of the season, we will transfer. We normally do like the Premier League standard of like 38 games. So the minimum we will transfer over the season is 380 quid. But obviously if we surpass that, that's excellent and we don't need to just blindly give over the money. So it'd be good if we get these. Gordo, yeah. you're listening. We need something for you now, okay? You need to step up here, mate. Excuse me, you need my, to step up my, good, my good man. <laughs> I, I've been excellent. I'll have you know, if you if you consider. Uh, well, Andy, Andy will do a season two review of all our stats and we'll figure out how good and bad we actually were. I might, I might, I might need to be off for that one. I like <laughs> Just at, like volunteering at a soup kitchen to make up the to make up for that. Not being your friend. No, I think two, out, two out of three last week on charity again, and there's no prizes for guessing exactly. which two came in. Exactly, exactly. Season three is going to be my charity. Yeah. 
So this is the, the first episode pack of charity bets. Now, I think Andy and I are going to have to figure out a, a combined bet here. We're going to have to do something because we've yeah. come up with similar I ideas. Think, I think on Bet365 we can do this combined. So my pick was and is Kilmarnock versus Celtic. Celtic half-time, full-time. Now, Kilmarnock lost half-time, full-time to Hibs at the weekend. Andy, you were just saying they subbed their goalie. I've not seen anything. I've just had a wee look. I've seen nothing about an injury. So you're letting two goals in the first half. Subbed their keeper at half-time, Jake Eastwood, who used to be an Aberdeen reserve goalie and last season, while contracted to Aberdeen, was out on loan at Greenock Morton. Uh, So that's who came on in place of Jake Eastwood. Right, okay. It's interesting to see if Eastwood starts having a horrible first half and got subbed in, or they'll go with this keeper that was on loan at Morton last year. That's not a good spot to be playing Celtic. No. So... I'd, I'd originally picked for the charity bet Celtic minus one is eight eight to eleven, um, so we'll find a way to combine those two, John, or maybe I'll just pick something totally different um, and write it in the Facebook group. But because we have picked the same match, but it just doesn't bode well with the goalkeeper situation and just generally Kilmarnock facing up to Celtic and Edward, who's going to rip them to bits. I know, I know. Yeah. If he, so he started with a hat trick at the weekend. If he plays, if he plays like that for any length of time this season, I honestly, don't think he'll be there. Like you could really see an English team coming in for him. I, I, I think he actually has everything for for me. Um, seeing Stephen O'Donnell was on that Go Radio Football show talking about him, and he was like, "When you play against him, there's absolutely no weakness. He's like he's too strong. He's quicker. He's happy to run into channels." Happy to come short, and then you bring him down and he bangs in a free kick. He's he's literally got everything, and I just think he's learned as much as he can in Scotland. But considering we've picked him for this weekend, fingers crossed that Celtic actually do the business. As long as Rangers keep winning, right? That's that's I don't I don't want Celtic to win too much, but I had to pick something that made sense for the charity bet. I could not um, turn my nose up at this. So while we're talking SPL. Um... I'm a Dundee United season ticket holder, so I watched the game uh, that we had the weekend where we drew one all against St. Johnson, which was actually a pretty poor result. We get gifted a penalty after six minutes. Um, it was it was definitely a penalty, but it was a penalty for handball where the defenders handled it in a, in a not dangerous situation at all. Right, so essentially we get given a goal, um, and then they got a man sent off right at the end of the first half. So essentially, we played a whole half of football against 10-man St. Johnson and lost 1-0 because mm. the game finished winning. Uh, we're going we're gonna to struggle this year. Um, we're away at Motherwell this weekend. I don't like tipping against my own team because obviously I will want to see Dundee United win that. But we managed to not score in open play against 10 men for the majority of the game last week. There's nothing that really says to me we're going to be able to do it against a team like Motherwell that are better on paper than St. Johnson. And I, think you're get, I think you're getting Motherwell at like 13 to 10. Just just throwing that out there. Yeah, Motherwell were really poor against Ross County. Really yeah. poor, but I'd, I actually see looking at Motherwell's squad, I know Rangers pumped them in the preseason friend, right? But when I looked at Motherwell's squad, I thought he's built a really fucking good spot. You've got Turnbull who will come back from injury like at some point. Alan Campbell's still there. Jake Hasty's back from Rangers. 
they've they've got a really good squad there. So I don't really know if Ross County was just an anomaly, but they also missed a penalty. It was a terrible penalty. Yeah. The guy, he missed the target. He dragged it wide of the left hand post. So yeah, you know they shouldn't have lost that game one nil. Um, I just think they're going to be, as you say, they've got a good squad. And on paper, they should be bigger favourites to beat newly promoted Dundee United that really struggled in their first game. What do you yeah. make of the appointment, Andy? Oh, I'm delighted. So Mickey what, Mellon, what's his background? Um, so let me pull this what, up. He's, he's never he's, he's never worked in Scotland, has he? No, no. Uh, that that so, that to me is a huge risk, though, for a newly promoted side. I mean, it is a risk, but he's better than he's better than. I would. I'm much happier having him than Robbie Nielsen. Straight off the bat, right? Okay. Like I watched Nielsen last year play one up front in the championship every week and just fucking pound my head into the wall as we go to places <laughs> like Allo and lose. And, he, you know, and we'd wonder why we lost. It was because of him almost every week. So I'm, I'm delighted that he's not the manager anymore. Uh, so Mickey Mellon, he was the Tranmere manager. And if you if you see any um, social media posts, they all wish them well. They all love him down there in the work that he's done with them. I think he took them up twice. Um, he's cemented them into a good, solid team. And not a single fan had a bad thing to say, and they all wished him really well in his new his new venture. So I'm hopeful, uh, but he's not going to be able to do it straight off the bat because we're a newly promoted team. It yeah. basically has the same team that we had in the championship last year. So, and I mean, last thing on it, Shankland. I think Shankland will stay for the time being. Okay. Yeah. I will take. Take you my charity bit. That's a Dundee United connection. This charity bit, and I wonder if Andy <laughs> will pick up where it's. It's Ulsan Hyundai versus Suwon Blue Wings. Uh, Suwon Blue Wings' top goal scorer is Adam Taggart of Dundee United. Ex, yes. Yeah. Ex Dundee United. Played 10 I games think, or something. I think say it's because Nicky Clark drives a Hyundai. <laughs> That's it, yeah. He's, he's hey, like, you, mate, you heard the wages he was getting at Rangers. He's like, <laughs> about a Hyundai. Hey, he's at least got a Honda. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so Adam Taggart is Sue One Blue Wings' uh, main striker, and and he has scored a couple of goals for them this season. But we're not here to talk about Sue One Blue Wings. We're here to talk about the Ulsan Hyundai monster that is playing fourteen games and getting thirty five points. The only game they've lost at home uh, this season has been against John Buck, who are the um, who, who beat them away from home. Um, Suwon Blue Wings aren't very good. They are in 10th in the Korean League. Uh, there's 12 teams in that league. 13 points. Ulsan uh, Hyundai have scored 34 goals and conceded 10. Suwon Blue Wings have scored 13 and conceded 17. It's a total mismatch here. I'm trying to get my first charity bet into the season, and it's 1-2. to two. It is Ulsan Hyundai to beat Suwon Blue Wings Saturday morning, 11 o'clock. This could be your new league. I love it. And I, see, when you first... It's not a league I'm familiar with. So when you first said John Buck Motors, I thought that was just where you were taking your car for its MOT. <laughs> that is MOT, yeah. <laughs> it, it, does, it does sound like him because there's one that used to be around the corner for me, really good, Alan Muir Motors. So yes, John that's... Buck Motors. Aye. It's the guy that... Yes, uh, I, need, I need to work on my pronunciation. But uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, it's... I'll be back in Ulsan Hyundai and John Buck. Uh, Fairly consistently at the moment, so at one to two, dead happy with that. And and they've got a whole bunch of like, you know, in Japan they had a few teams that had bought in a couple of Brazilian boys, 
they've got exactly the same. They've got some really, really like kind of interest and talent in that team that have clearly been brought in because last season they didn't get anywhere. Well, they didn't get the top position. So confident on that. One to two. Yeah, I can actually get it six to eleven on three six five. So slightly more than that. So we'll see if we can get some sort of bet builder for Celtic to yeah. have the half time lead, win the game, and also win the game minus one overall, and then combine that with your selection, Gordo. Yeah, and that'll be the pick this week. I'll figure that out. No bother. To find that out at the Facebook group, Twitter, Instagram, everything else, podcast episodes, go to tramplebet.com. And the website's there. It's got all the links that you need to interact with us on whatever social media you want to. You'll find us all there. Um, that was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Stop. Stop before you go. Oh, what does God you do need, I say? You need, to, you need to talk about the tip of the week that was put in our Facebook group, which was Parma versus Lecce. Ollie Hornby. Cheers, Ollie. Four to one shot. A four to one shot outsider. Absolutely nailing it. Well done, mate. And thanks for using Milk Boys. That's it. It's a great (laughs) title for that team. Can we just say that that bet paid out after 24 minutes? Unbelievable. Parma took took a 2-0 lead in the 24th minute and the money was already back in my bet 365 account. Sensational. I I couldn't, couldn't finish the episode without giving them at least a good bit of kudos. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) So now that is the podcast. Have a good weekend. (laughs) Happy hunting. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.